Hello and welcome to Disney Native, a podcast brought to you by two Florida-based Disney nerds. I am your host, Bethany, and I'm joined by Nicole, my Disney-loving BFF. She is the Timon to my Pumbaa, the Little John to my Robin Hood, and we both love Disney. So if you love Disney too, you are in the right place. We're going to cover everything Walt Disney World related and a little bit of beyond. So the food, the fun, the rides, the memories, you name it. So grab your favorite pair of ears and get ready because it's showtime. Well, hello again. This is Bethany, and we are here with the Disney Native Podcast. It's our first episode. Yes! So, already, apologies. We're probably going to get better mics someday. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. We also have a little furry friend with us. Yes, yeah, Scarlett's here, and so you might hear some jangling, and you might hear her long fur because she's that furry. Um, so she's just, we have two and a half hosts. There we go. Scarlett is Nicole's dog. She's a little lady. She is. She's a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel, and she does look just like Lady. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, so we're going to be talking about a few of our favorite things. Um, Let's start off. You want to tell a little bit about yourself, Nicole, where you're from, all that business? So um, I'm originally from Arkansas, so you'll hear a little bit of that accent coming out from time to time. You have an accent? A little bit. When I I say, like, ice cream. Okay. Okay. You know, people have called me out on that one before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have lived in Florida since 2010. And, um, you know, I was already a Disney nerd before I moved here. And um, I have also been a cast member. I've worked at Disney two separate times. Um, and I'm sure, I'm sure you'll get some behind the scenes dirt on being a cast Ooh. member along the way. The good, the bad, the ugly. Um, what we say about you guests behind your back. <laughs> oh my gosh. All good things, right? We're yes. angels. But, um, I'm a, I'm a graphic designer. That's my day job. And, um, Bethany and I actually worked at an agency together. Mm-hmm. She still works there. I have recently departed, um, but that's another great thing about this podcast is we've been able to, you know, brand it and be Instagram nerds as well. And so that's been just a ton of fun. And um, I can't, I can't wait to nerd out with you. Yes. Oh yeah. Me. I actually, I we work together. So I love Instagram. I am a social media strategist, which is super long and really annoying. Like if you have to, I just also got married and had to change my names on a bunch of things and oh the social security office will ask you like your job and stuff and like find it very strange to put that and they look at me funny but anywho (laughs) um yes love instagram all those things i am a florida native not just a disney native so i have lived at least in the same 100 square miles i think my whole life wow yeah i've only i've never moved until i went to college so i am from It's a suburb of Tampa. It's just easier to say that. But, um, yep. So I'm from outside of Tampa. Growing up, I actually did not go to Disney very often. I had, like, that inaugural when you're four years old trip. And we'll get into that a little bit more. But I think my Disney love has definitely grown the last few years when I became an annual pass holder pretty recently. Awesome. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of stuff that, like, since you're from Florida, I just assume that, like, you've done all these things. And then you tell me, I've never done that. I've never done that. I've never done that. And I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm also like not a beach person. Like I I joke all the time. We're not beach. I'm very pale lady. So like the sun, 
Mm, I love my sunscreen. Well, seriously, guys, we went to Magic Kingdom the other night. <laughs> we left after work. Yes. So we didn't get there until like five or six. And Bethany was like, oh, I gotta get my sunblock. And I'm like, what? It's like five o'clock. And she was like, no. No, you don't understand. I'm not going to be a wrinkly old witch when I'm old. (laughs) (laughs) So how about we do some questions then? Um, We have, I have a few for you, Nicole, and we'll both um, break it down. Um, So let's start with some just generic Disney things. All right. So first off, very important business, Nicole. Who is your favorite Disney princess? Okay, so I am not a princess person generally, um, but I broke this in down into kind of two two things. There's a classic Disney princess and like a modern Disney oh, princess because okay. I feel like they're two very different things. Yes. So agree. my favorite classic Disney princess is Aurora, and I do not have any good reasons other than just <laughs> when I was a kid. I just that's the one I liked the best. I think she may, maybe she doesn't seem quite as stereotypical as the others. Um, and then I always, I really loved Beauty and the Beast and just how classy Beauty and the Beast. Sleeping yeah. Beauty, oh, excuse okay. me. Okay. <laughs> um, and just how gorgeous it was. And if you are an art nerd at all, you know, like the the backdrops of Sleeping Beauty were like a huge deal. Amazing. Um, the artist that did it is a big deal. And so that movie just in general really like was my favorite when I was a kid. But my favorite modern princess is Tiana. Oh, of course. Love Tiana. She's got such spunk, and she's a chef, which is great. And also, New Orleans is my favorite city. So, you know, I'm I'm just, I'm all about Tiana. And I also like how she, you know, likes the prince and is, like, attracted to the prince. But she's also like, no, I have dreams and I have goals. I ain't got no time (laughs) to fall in love. But then she makes room for him. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I just, I really love Tiana. sweet story. Yes. What about you? Well, I knew this was going to happen, and I didn't think it would happen right off the bat, but the same for I don't know why. Just, I remember, like, when I was really little, for some reason, that was, like, when the first, like, VHS, like, Disney princess movies, my mom, like, got me. So that was, like, kind of introduced me into that whole world, and I just loved it. I think Philip is such a little hottie. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. Prince Philip <laughs> is the cutest prince. He is, right? And he sings. Yeah. He's got the horse, like, animals. Because, like, Prince Charming, what? Yeah. Prince Charming looks like a woman. He's like a little vanilla. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, thank you. And I love Maleficent. I think she's one yes. of the most badass, like, villains of all time. Well, like, let's just, so let's just segue for a moment. Yeah. Because... As Bethany knows, and as you will learn on this podcast, I love scary things. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love horror. And, like, literally, Maleficent turns into a dragon. But before she does, she says she's going to summon all the powers of hell. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't get that And in her little minions animation. are, like, little demons. Yes, they're like little demons. Like, it's really scary. It is, like, a what, truly, like, a representation of, like, good and evil. And it's, like, it's a little bit of, like, a throwback to, like, the gritty fairy tales. Yeah. They left a little bit of the grit in there, and I mm-hmm. appreciate that. Oh, yeah. And I, yeah. So I just let, I feel like she's very, uh, now, I mean, again, like the whole modern era princess is a whole different. <laughs> Scarlet is still a little merp. Anyway, um, the modern day princess is so different, and Sleeping Beauty is like, you, I don't really know anything about her. Like, she's asleep half the movie. So. But still, she is my favorite. Um, now, if you're going to say modern princesses allowed, I really, I don't know. I don't want to jump on that frozen train. 
but I do like love Frozen. I know you're giving me that fate. I just think the music's the best. But wait, are you gonna say Elsa or Anna? Oh. Because like Anna, I can get on board with Anna. She's a queen. Um, like I don't I, know. yeah, Elsa. The, and I love Idina Menzel. I mean, I just feel she like Elsa. I'm just, I just, everything. you know, maybe if I was a child, mm-hmm. I would like have some attraction like to her. Maybe there's something there. Like there's some magic that I'm yeah. just too old and grumpy to get. But like I just, I'm like Elsa. I don't. Just, I don't. I'm like I'm not interested in oh, you. But Anna, I am interested. Yeah. In. And yeah. Olaf. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're so. <laughs> I just think as far as the storytelling. And the mute like is very rich as far as like the modern day. Well, I mean like Tangled's great, but I don't like there's one really good song. Everything else is kind of forgettable. So, anywho, that's my my thoughts. Um, next, then, what is your favorite Disney movie? Okay, so this is really difficult. I know. I'm so sorry. Because also you have to consider Pixar, which is oh, a I little bit of a different that. animal. Yeah, you're right. Disney is so huge. So I wrote two down, and I was going to think about it more, and I didn't. So I'm just going to give you what I wrote <laughs> down. Good, then I can have two. Um, so this is a little bit, this is a little bit out there. But Princess and the Frog. Okay. Like, really, Princess I, and the Frog. I you know, it. I mean, it came out, I was in my 20s. I'm 34. So, yeah, it came out when I was in my 20s. And, um... I just loved it. I mean, it was a big deal because it was a return to the 2D animation. And, again, set in New Orleans, my favorite city. It's like a second home to me. I really know New Orleans really well. And they just nailed it. Mm -hmm. I mean, the music's great. The animation's beautiful. I love The Shadow Man, Dr. Facilier. Oh, my gosh, he's amazing. And then the, uh, the scene where they're, like, in his lair, I think that might be the most impressive piece of animation that Disney has ever done. And I know that's a big statement. Mm-hmm. And I was just surprised that as an adult, they were able to, like, capture yeah. me in such a way. And so I think Princess and the Frog might be my favorite. But also, I know I'm giving more than one answer, but I had to throw a Pixar in there, and I, like, have mad love for Wally. Oh, Wally. Because oh. Wally, Eva. <laughs> Because Wally like doesn't say a word and he has more character than most of the characters. Yeah, oh, that absolutely. We, I mean, he's yeah. just I was amazed at what they did with Wally. I'm not a huge fan of like the plot of Wally. It's fine. Yeah. But just his character is just blew me away. Mm-hmm. So oh, I remember seeing that movie and actually Hello Dolly. I don't know why I just love that musical growing up. And that first <laughs> opening <laughs> scene <laughs> with the space and get on your Sunday clothes. Oh, <laughs> like I was already sold at that exact moment. So I, I totally, Wally is a great movie. Yeah, great. So what about you? What's your favorite Disney movie? All right. Well, this is definitely going to be a theme always. I don't know, something about animals. I just love them so much. And I tell you, I got my Hakuna Matata socks Hakuna on. Matata. And actually only one sock because I can't find the other one for some reason. So I have one Hakuna Matata sock on right now. But Lion King, I mean, I feel one. it is not only the greatest movie of all time. You can fight me. <laughs> but you it's might be just, right. it's beautiful. I just watch it again. Every time the opening, a single tear is shed. I've seen it on Broadway twice, actually. Oh. Yeah, like that much of a nerd. I've just always loved Lion King for it's, some. It's amazing. It's I was obsessed great. with that when it came out. Oh. I think I was oh, 10. Mm-hmm. No, I was a little older than that, but I mean, it was right there at the right age for me. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was obsessed. My friends were obsessed. We watched it at my house. We watched it at school. 
I mean, it was like, it was real. Mm-hmm. It was real. <laughs> and I, I was watching a like behind the scenes recently, and I guess a lot of animators wanted to be on Pocahontas because that was the same time mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. being made, and nobody really wanted to work on Lion King, <sighs> and they changed the storyline a few times. So it like went through a lot to even get to, you know, the screen. So I just, I think it's just very powerful movie and it's so be- and the cast is just great I mean yeah. they're having a live action which kind of scares me I don't know how they're gonna do that I love the jungle book that was great but live yeah, action all animals oh you know, know it's just gonna be a CG fest I know cause like you can't use real Not animals anymore no. so I don't know how that's gonna be but optimistic you'll always have the original it's yes <laughs> that's my jam number two since we're doing that again with the animals Dalmatians is my like franchise because I feel like that's a movie that is forgotten by a lot of people it's a good one anytime like I see a shirt or a, that's my magic man right now like I let <laughs> myself get the Dalmatian thing um I don't know part of it I feel like as a deep childhood, I was not allowed to have a dog. Not that I wasn't allowed. I don't know why. You just didn't have a dog. I didn't have a dog, so I had to live vicariously through 101 Dalmatians. And it's just like a fun little sweet movie. I feel like everyone can watch it. Fun story about that movie. So my grandmother, my paternal grandmother, um, who I spent a lot less time with than my maternal grandmother, but when I was a small child, we were there a lot. And she like went and just bought a bunch of Disney movies and like put them in a big Walmart bag. And, like, we each had to just pull one out, and that's the one we got because she was, like, fighting over which one we got. And so I pulled out 101 Dalmatians, and I remember I was kind of like, oh, like, I was a little bit disappointed (laughs) that I'd never seen it. Yeah. And then, I mean, I wore that videotape out. It was the big plastic, like, white box, Mm -hmm. and I still have it. And my mom still has all my Disney VHSs. But, I mean, Cruella de Vil, like... She is she amazing. wanted to skin little puppies. <laughs> oh, for, like, it's so weird. But then, like, I can also kind of see it. Like, girl, I wish you... Jasper! <laughs> I know. Oh, and I lo- that's a great live-action one. Granted, they use real animals. You know, but I Glenn Close is amazing in it. House it. is actually Jasper. Like, oh, Hugh Laurie. Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. And Mr. Weasley yes. is, like, the dopey one. Yeah. Jasper Horace is the other one. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm all about that. 101 Dalmatians 2. Garbage sequel. But, <laughs> garbage but sequel. 102 Dalmatians, also great. That's a good movie. The, it's a live action one, too. So. <laughs> Well, I feel like we've exhausted all of the flicks. Um, I have down on here, do you want to throw in what your favorite Disney song is? Your favorite yes. jam? Yes, and I'm just going to keep it rolling because Princess and the Frog, <laughs> like I said, has great music. And that scene with Dr. Facilier, the friends on the other side, that song is so great. And then when they mimic it at the end, when the voodoo dolls are coming to get in, it's like, dun, 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 dun. it's just, it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, that's. I mean, it's hard to say that though, because again, it's like newer, and I didn't see it when I was a kid. Yeah. Um. But that song is just great. And then, also, again, because I can't have just one answer. Um, be prepared from the Lion King. Yeah. That's a great one. And the hyenas are like marching, and it's very dramatic. Yeah. And um. And then also, I I love love the music in the Jungle Book. Oh. And so like Bear Necessities, and then King Louie, like Mm -hmm. doing I want to be like you. I mean that's it's just so fun. It's just so Mm -hmm. fun. So. That's a lot of answers, but and the funny thing is, I didn't even think I was gonna be able to pick a favorite, and I started thinking about it, and I was like, 
There's actually a lot yeah, of favorites. Yeah. <laughs> I've been like working very diligently on a Spotify, like the perfect Spotify playlist of old Disney songs. Ooh, we'll just we'll have to share that. Oh, we definitely will have to. Yeah. We'll find a way to link that. Keep an eye out, okay. people on Facebook. You know, follow us. <laughs> follow us. And um, so we'll listen to it on the way to Disney, etc. If I need just get some uplifting shower music, you know, it's always a good time. <laughs> I feel like I'm just going to pick one though. For some reason, I've always just, I love that Hercules song, the, um, I won't say I'm in love. Is that the whole, what it's called? But the one that Meg sings that's so sassy. Yes. And I just, I like songs that like taken out of context work still. It doesn't mm-hmm. just have to be mm-hmm. in the film. It's just like, you can belt that. It's fun. <laughs> I, I love that song. That's an obscure that's pick. I like it. Yeah. I love yeah. that. <laughs> and he's like, all right, so let's dive right into parks and just like your first Disney experience. So when was the first time you ever went to Disney? Disney I, World. That's Disney cool. World. So it was either 98 or 99. I believe it was 98. I remember distinctly because I carried my little Butterfield Junior High backpack because I was a cheerleader in the eighth and ninth grade. And so I remember the pictures of me. I've got like my little ponytail and my little Butterfield Junior High backpack and like my Asics. Mm. And so this was definitely, I was 14 or 15, but I think I was 14. And um, my mom and dad and I, I mean, we planned for months. My dad had bought books. We had it all mapped out. Like we couldn't wait to go. We thought Universal was part of Disney. Um, (laughs) Rookie mistake. Yeah, right? I mean, I make fun of people for that now. And I'm like, I did the same thing. Like we didn't know nothing. Um... And I mean, it was, it was just everything that you want Disney to be. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's hard for me now because I've been to Disney so many times to remember like distinct moments, but I do remember we got there and we, uh, we went to, uh, MGM studios in the evening and I remember walking in and it was just magical because it was nighttime. It was all lit up. We went to Tower of Terror first, and I mean, that was such a big deal. I and I will never, I will never forget like how excited all three of us were, including my dad, who, you know, just wanted to make his girls happy and took us on a vacation, and then found out that like, oh my gosh, this place is fun for everybody, and he was having just as much fun as we were, you know. Um, so that was my first experience, and I mean it definitely it lived up it mm-hmm. lived up to the hype for sure mm-hmm. um I can't even tell you a year I probably could do the math but I was four when I went like the inaugural you're little and I believe I know we went with my aunt it was my mom and my aunt and me and that was before passes were like tracked so my aunt actually had passes and we like yes. took hers and we we all went and she laughs at this all the time because, you know, you spend a bunch of money to go to Disney. And really, all I remember is her getting sick on rides. Like, the teacups got sick. Star Wars ride got sick. And I specifically remember getting a little stuffed Bambi from, like, the big store in Magic Kingdom. Great moment. And I was also terrified of meeting, again, like, I don't know what, that's with the weird animal thing, but, like, princesses didn't have any want business with that <laughs> didn't care cinderella no thank you but um i loved meeting timon and pumbaa and i like found those pictures Aww. actually we just see that was recently that was great and i met them and i really remember that 
And then otherwise, I had not gone until I think middle school. So I went once when I was four and then again in middle school with my best friend. Her dad actually worked for GM, so he got free tickets very often. And oh. when they did like the test track stuff. Um, so yeah, we went with, I went with them. And then that was again, like I was older and that was more, I feel magical. You know, have walk in, have that castle experience when it's like, oh, that moment right here. And you do the little. Nothing else in the world matters. Yes, and it's beautiful <laughs> and all your dreams are coming true. And then I also lost my camera in the park later. So that sucked. Not so magical. <laughs> but but it, it was very good and we had a great time. So um yeah, that was my, my first time. Um, so then favorite rides. Whenever oh. you're at Disney World, what is your go-to, you have to, for like thrill ride? Um, okay, so it's a little bit hard, and it's changed a little bit over the years, but I would have to say for a thrill ride, and honestly, this might not even technically be a thrill ride, but... Expedition Everest. That ride is so great. Mm -hmm. I remember watching a special about it, and the Imagineer who created it, he said about it, yes, it's a family ride, but it's a very fast family Mm -hmm. ride. And I think it's a really accurate description of that ride. It's so much fun. And when you go backwards, it gets my stomach every time. Oh, that ride is a little too intense almost for me. <laughs> like, the photos are never cute because I actually am a little fear that I will lose my life going down after they the Yeti comes and yeah. does that awesome projection. Oh, yeah. It's intense. That, it's, the way they put that ride together is great. Like, the queue that you wait in yes. is styled really perfectly. Like, it actually makes me a little sad. When I go to the Fast Pass line, because I don't get to experience yeah. the whole line. I mean, they did an amazing job with that. Um, and it just, it's just great every time. It's like there are some rides, you ride them, and you get used to it. It's not as fun anymore. But mm-hmm. I feel like every single time I ride Everest, it's great. And every time I ride it with my family, it's great. Like, my parents were just here a couple of months ago. And um, we all rode it because my mom loves to go to Animal Kingdom. And, I mean, when the ride was over and we were, like, pulling back into the station, I mean, Mom and Dad are both like, oh, my God, Aww. that was so fun. <laughs> like, we were all pumped, you know. Mm-hmm. And this is after we've all ridden it dozens of times. So that ride is just, I mean, it's always great. It's always great. What about you? I know you're not really a thrill ride person, but do you have a favorite? I'll go on any at least once, but I still will not go on Tower of Terror. I'm oh. sorry. Yep, never written it. It just I, I don't very do drops. Specific. Yes, that's it. That's the, just what I don't like. The drop in that ride is mm-hmm. like I, I feel like um, now there are other rides like that. Like I think it's Superman at Six Flags or at Universal. There's a Superman ride, and it basically it's the same thing. It's a big oh, tube. You go up and you just drop. Yeah. But but at other theme parks. There's no building around it. Right. Oh, yeah. And you literally, like, can't see what mm-hmm. you're... I can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Yeah. Tower of Terror. There's a building around it. It's hmm. beautifully staged. It's creepy. I'm okay. on board. But, yeah, if it's one of those, like, big tubes and there's no building around it, I can't even. So, there's something about that free fall yeah. that just is different. I And that's, like, Everest, I'll go on it, but I have to mentally prepare myself. Like, I love all the beginning, even after the drop. Great. Just that little moment of drop is terrifying. <laughs> so then I'm kind of a weenie and Thunder Mountain is probably, my, I just love it. It's just very classic. I feel like every time we have a really good time, I just like how both sides are different. So mm-hmm. even if you, even if you have 
worked on one side so many times, you can go the other one. And I feel like I always notice something new, like the dinosaur bones, or there's like little critters. Yeah. And my husband loves saying, the wildest ride in the, the wilderness. wilderness. Yeah, every time. <laughs> We'd say it a few times before we get on. Yes. So, yeah, I just, I really, every time we go on. Thunder Mountain is great. And it's like different at night. Yes. You ride it at night, and it's, it's like lit next very level. nicely. Mm. And you definitely notice things <laughs> that are different every time. So, um, thrill aside, nostalgic, like classic Disney ride. What is your favorite of those? <sighs> well, I have to say Haunted Mansion. Okay. Should I mean, know. I love Haunted Mansion because of the creep factor, but mm-hmm. also because Haunted Mansion is an, is an OG Walt ride. Yeah. Like, Walt Disney crafted that ride. He was on board with it. One of the things I really love about Disney, and specifically about Walt is that they they know that like you need a little bit of risk, you need mm-hmm. a little bit of fear, you need a little bit of adventure to really have like a proper like fairy tale. Right. And so that's why there's always a villain, there's always something a little creepy, you know, there's in Pinocchio there's kids transforming into donkeys, which is kind of <laughs> like a kiddie version of a werewolf transformation, you know, Disney's not afraid to like throw in a little darkness mm-hmm. to like give contrast to all the super sweet, you know, rainbows and princesses and all that and that's one of the things I love about Disney and so I feel like Haunted Mansion is the perfect like safe version of that yeah um and there's just so much rich history in Haunted Mansion I mean it's it's the Imagineers used to hand paint the paintings that are in the stretching gallery and I mean now if you can get your hands on one of those, like celebrities always buy them. They're like a hundred thousand dollars, three hundred thousand dollars. They used to hand paint those things. Um, so there's just a lot of classic Disney in that ride. Um, there are a few rides that are that way. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride is one of those, which obviously it's not Disney World. R.I.P. But you know, Small World is also that way. There are some yeah. rides you go on that just they feel like that nostalgic Disney. Mm-hmm. And um because of that and because of the creep factor. Um, Haunted Mansion will always be probably my favorite nostalgic ride. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm going to give a shout out to Space Mountain. Great. Which is like thrill ride and nostalgic, but yeah. like, I don't know what it is, Space Mountain. Like, it's nothing special, but it is always a great time. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. I hope they never change it. No. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. Have you ever been on it when the lights are on? Um, yes, one time when we were on it, about halfway through the lights came uh-huh. on, and I don't ever need to experience that again. It's <laughs> everything the is beams gray. are so low, <laughs> you genuinely fear for your life. Yes. You're like, oh, this yes. is what we're doing. And it's just kind of gray and dirty, and you're yeah. like, Ooh, yeah, there's, I, I think ugh, maybe a year ago that happened to us, and there's like a fine layer of film dust on everything, too. And I was like, well, that's... It's great, yeah. but it, it is cool just to be like, oh, you just kind of look at everything, and it's a whole different ride. It's so like, what about you? What's your nostalgia um, classic? I would have to say Carousel of Progress. <laughs> I love the little show, longest-running stage show in the world. They're still burning that turkey, whatever years later. I've only been on that one time. What? Yes, one oh, time. So I need fun. to go on it with you. Yeah, yeah we need to go on. It, I just, I like to see the little set throughout the years. Great big, beautiful The song is super catchy. You sing, and it's just, it's just happy. Great way to get out of the heat when you've been standing around this forever. Or the rain. I was just there last weekend, and it poured, and we just ran in there. It's a 20-minute show. It's really fun. And it's Florida, so the rain's probably over by then. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
with Rover, the little dog. He always got things to say. It's just really fun. Yeah, I have a creepy story about that that um, I'm sure we'll be sharing around Halloween time. Ooh. But really creepy story about Carousel Progress. So stay tuned for that. that. <laughs> Super excited. Um, the most important thing then. Let's talk about food. Oh my gosh! Disney has some awesome treats and eats. Um, what is your favorite favorite? If I can speak, <laughs> favorite restaurant. Okay, so let me just give a disclaimer about Disney food. Now, my mom and I, basically, when we're on vacation, we'll be at a meal talking about our next meal. Oh, so food is like a big part of travel mm-hmm. and vacation for me. And so food is a huge part of Disney for me. And also, my husband, who is not a Disney nerd, but has a good time, and he loves me, so he supports my obsessions, you know, he is into the Disney food. So Mm -hmm. I feel like food, Disney food is that great, like, unifier. If you don't like Disney, you still like to go to Disney and eat. So it's a big part of Disney. It might be as big a part of Disney as the rides or the characters. It's a big oh, yeah. deal. Yeah. And it's part, you know, it's part of the Disney Instagram culture and people blog oh. about it. And, I mean, it's a big deal. So yeah. it is like with movies, like with songs, like with rides, it's kind of hard. And there are so many categories of food at Disney. You've got quick service restaurants, you've got mm-hmm. sit down restaurants, you've got snacks, you've got events, you've got all these different things. Um, Drinks. I mean, it's just, and it keeps getting kind of more oh, ridiculous yeah. mm-hmm. and wonderful at the same time. So I will, so I, I kind of have a, some different categories here. Oh, wow. So I have a favorite kind of everything. I have a favorite quick service okay. or counter service, as they call it, I believe. Yes. Um, and that's going to be Columbia Harbor House. Columbia that's Harbor House. Liberty Square, right? Yes. Not- it's at Magic Kingdom. Okay, yeah. Liberty Square, right across from my favorite haunted, haunted mansion. mansion. And they've kind of changed their menu over the years, but they used to have clam chowder and a bread bowl, which they might have brought back. I'm not sure. But they have, like, your fish and chips. They got a lobster roll. They got chicken strips for, like, you know, your little nieces that are picky. They have a little bit of everything, and it's huge. Mm-hmm. So you go there. You have room for the whole family to sit down. It's air-conditioned. If you go upstairs, you can, like, there's little windows. You can look out over Liberty Square. It's just, it's kind of nice. I used Mm -hmm. to go there um, before I would start a shift when I was working, and I would go, and I would get um, just an order of fries, and I would put, like, hot sauce on my fries, and I would sit and look out at the people and, like, have a quiet moment before I had to go, like, into the fray Mm -hmm. of my 11 to 2 a.m., like, shift that I would have. So... Um, my favorite sit-down restaurant is one that you just experienced, which is Le Cellier. So good. Canada Epcot. Le Cellier is, like, next level. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time I ate there, it was in the $2 sign range. <laughs> it has now been increased to a $3 uh, sign range. Ridiculous. But I do think it's worth it. Mm-hmm. The food is good. The portions are huge. The service is great. I mean, the service is great at every Disney restaurant. Right. But La Cilier, people, it's hard to get a reservation. But if you, if I could recommend one Disney restaurant to you, it would be La Cilier. The place is great. Nice. Um, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Are you keeping track? Quick service. Rest yep, tr- sit yep. down. Check, check the boxes. Moving on to snacks. I like a hot dog. Mm. A hot dog pretty much anywhere on Disney property. It's 4 or $5 for a hot dog, but let me tell you, it is a giant hot dog, mm-hmm. and it is tasty. I've always loved a hot dog. 
You can get one at Casey's, that's great. The line at Casey's often is very long. Yeah. But Casey's is like the classic. You want to get a hot dog at Casey's, you can sit down under the red and white umbrellas. It's a classic moment. Look at the castle. Um, and, okay, so that's my food snack. My dessert snack, gotta be a Mickey bar. Nice. You know, Mickey bar is basically like a chocolate dipped cone. There's nothing fancy about it, but a Mickey bar on a hot day, especially if you split it with like a family member, it's a magical moment when children come you to visit. You share that? Oh yeah, I share it. Well, I tried to share one with my mom when she was here. She's like, oh no, 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 I'm gonna buy two. And I was like, oh, well fine then. Yeah, keep your own. But that's one of the things when kids come to visit me, especially if it's their first visit, Aunt Nicole has to buy them their Aww, first Mickey bar. And it's a moment. It's a moment, you know? It's iconic. Yeah, very. Um, I think the last thing on the food list, if you're not keeping track, I've had like a million things on my food list. Like but the last thing eating. is a drink because Disney, alcohol is a big deal at Disney. Mm -hmm. You can't get it in Magic Kingdom. Well, you can get it some places. It's the only mark against Magic Kingdom. <sighs> it's one of the reasons why I love Epcot World Showcase yeah. so much. The drinks. Drinks! And my favorite drink <laughs> at Epcot World Showcase is the Grand Marnier Slush. Which country is that from? <gasps> Oh, okay. that's the oh, that's the orange the one. Orange one. The yes. orange one. Okay, okay. It's the orange one. We and call the, it like... the orange cream. Oh, yes, it's that's so good. delicious. It's a little pricey. It's worth actually, it. I think it's got. I think it's actually cheaper than it used to be. But like, hmm. it is tasty. You can taste the alcohol. Mm -hmm. Like, if you drink one by yourself, depending, you'll maybe, have a great night. <laughs> yeah, you may be a little buzz. You're in for a good time. But there are lots of great drinks at Disney. But if again, if I could only recommend one. Gotta get that Grand Marnier slush. Yeah, <laughs> that line has been ridiculous lately. Like we'll walk yeah, by I've and noticed. I'm like, oh, I would love one, but I'm not gonna wait. You know, yeah. 20 minutes for that. But you know, side it's a note. Good one. Before we move on to your favorite foods, I will say just in general, I feel like there are a lot of things that you used to not have to wait for. They're like, yeah, I don't know if just more people are coming to Disney or if they're just like not best kept secrets anymore. But a lot of things like that where there used to be like no line yeah. or no demand, like now it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. It's kind of ridiculous. I think that's why they've been keeping the festivals and those little food stands up a little longer mm -hmm. to kind of alleviate that. We were there last weekend and Flower and Garden just ended. So all those booths um, are gone and there is a big one right in the middle of France where the um, chocolate macaroon was, macaroon. Oh, mm -hmm. And it was chaos there. I've never seen so many, I think it was just maybe the flow of traffic was disrupted and everyone was getting their slushies. So yeah. I can definitely tell a difference when that is there, it does help. So yeah. maybe that's the reason that I might be okay with it. Well, at this point between Food and Wine and Flower and Garden, Six months out of the year, yeah, there's more. There's something going on at Epcot, yeah. and I think people have just come to sort of expect that. Mm -hmm. And so, at some point, I would not be surprised if there are kiosks up year round oh, yeah. or something. And I was surprised that one was gone, but like the pineapple promenade one is still there. So I don't know if they're gonna oh. retrofit it to be something else during the summer or pineapple promenade, y'all. That's where Violet Lemonade comes from. Famous, famous. <laughs> Well, my favorite foods, I'm going to keep it basic, but I am going <laughs> to, I'm going to go to Epcot to eat because Magic Kingdom is great and their food has vastly improved. 
but it's still not the greatest, let's be honest. So <laughs> Epcot, I love as far as quick service. I mean, obviously, I just went to Le Cellier and it was amazing. But as far as like a quick little bite, we love Norway. It is so good and it is tucked away. I have this never been be there. This might be a kept secret and <gasps> it's, it's great. Actually, there, I feel like I'm a, kind of a cheapo. Their combos are a great deal. It has so much food. Like, it comes with a drink, a sandwich, and a dessert. So, wait just a minute. Are you talking about, like, the bakery or the sit-down restaurant? The bakery. bakery. Yes. Okay, I've been to the yes. bakery. I have not been... I've not been to the sit-down, sit -down, but it's a character dining. Yes, it and that kind of... It's just meet Elsa. And it's Actually, I don't even think Elsa's yeah. there. It's, like, Aurora and Cinderella, like, because Elsa has their own mm -hmm. area. So, I don't know. I'm just... I've heard good things about it though. I've heard the food's yes. really good. And I can't pronounce it. It's like Akershus. There's yes. people out there screaming Probably. at us right now. Like, Probably. I'm sorry, I can't pronounce it. But um, <laughs> I, I was actually thinking the other day, I'm totally cutting into your time. No, here, but I was thinking the other day that um, I think I might have eaten a sit down meal in every country except for Norway. Not eaten there. So it might have to be and something I check off my bucket I, list. Except for, there's just so many now. Like, do you count both Mexican sit-downs? Both Moroccan sit-downs? I mean, I Both mean Japan? That, I mean, that you a mean, Moroccan yeah. sit-down, a Mexican yes. sit-down. So it's like, I mean, at them, but then like there's the little higher level Mexican one, and then yeah. there's the really fancy Moroccan one. There so. used to be, when I ate at Morocco and when I ate at Mexico, there were only, there's just the one. Right. So, yeah, I have not eaten at the newer, yeah. the newer ones. But. Good. But what about, do you Norway? have, oh. do you have favorite desserts and or beverages? Um, I'll just go with snack, and this is really basic, but you said hot dog. So, I, I mean, there's so many good foods, but as far as like, it's hot, this makes me feel great, it's my favorite, I love the blue Fanta, like, Coke floats. They're just so good. Where do those come oh, from? Oh, you can get them almost everywhere. There's, really? You can get it at, obviously, the, the Coke Fountain Cool, mm -hmm. what is it, Cool Zone? The Cool Zone, yeah, I think it's yeah, Cool Zone. Yeah. <laughs> that just sounded too basic, to be yeah. true. Um, yeah, you can get a blue Fanta, just is frozen it like a Coke. raspberry flavor? It's, yeah, blue raspberry. That sounds really good. And you can get it at Animal Kingdom, and I think you can get it at Hollywood, kind of by where the um, Roger Rabbit art area oh, is. Can we just take a moment to segue about Joffrey's? Oh, <laughs> yes. Like, okay, I will go to Starbucks at Disney. Like, I am, I love local coffee shops, but like, I will totes go to a Starbucks. I have no shame. I will go to Starbucks at Disney. It's very American. But Joffrey's, like, Joffrey's is good. Mm -hmm. There's hardly ever a line. Oh, yeah. And I feel like Joffrey's, while, like, if you spend a lot of time at Disney, you know about Joffrey's, but it might be, like, the next big, like, Disney Instagram trend. Okay. I feel like people might be all yeah. about the Joffrey's. I can, especially, <laughs> they've been stamping them with Minnie and Mickey, which is super cute. You can get boozy coffee at yes. Epcot, which is why yes. dreams are I making, love like, boozy coffee. winter and a little, yes. little extra bit in your drink. So good. Yeah, Joffrey's is so underrated. And they have... Um, smoothies now. I think right now they have an incredible smoothie that's like a passion fruit and it oh, looks really good. I didn't it, but. So listen folks, Disney Native exclusive. If you come to Disney and you think that Joffrey's is just knockoff, it's not. It is, people, pass holders mm -hmm. know, 
People who frequent Disney know, go to Joffrey's. It's not cheaper than Starbucks, really. No. But it's just as good. And the line's half as long. And you'll be good to go. In and out. So if dad needs a coffee, if your husband's bored, needs a coffee... Send them to Joffrey's. They have the giant donuts. Oh, they do. They have those big giant like Simpsons, like pink donuts. Yes. I've always want. I can't imagine eating that myself. So I've never gotten one. Maybe don't buy one of those for like your child. Maybe get one of those for like the family. But I mean that, I can see that as an Insta thing. (laughs) Yeah. A family donut. (laughs) This is all we're eating for breakfast. (laughs) I mean, that could feed easily a family. It's huge. Um, Yeah. So that's really my two favorite things. I, I feel like I like a lot of the seasonal things. I get food and wine. There's some classic things I really like. The watermelon slushy drink is so good. That's one of my favorites. So had that. Oh yeah, it was at I think Florida Fresh last year. It's really good. Um, One of my favorite seasonal drinks. I did not actually have it this year. I think it's at Flower and Garden, but they have at Canada. They have a uh, like whiskey maple slush and it's like it's made with um like maple flavored whiskey which i'm not usually a fan of um but it's with it's like sort of a creamy drink and then they put a like uh caramel popcorn in the drink oh oh, i did see that but it is strong too but you know more on that later we'll have a whole episode on the special food events at epcot because like let's be real that's half the reason we go to disney oh 100 (laughs) Um, so when you're walking around eating all this delicious food, what is your favorite park to go to? Like your go-to, all the time, do you even have one? Is it possible? Is it possible? What is your favorite park? Oh, you know, that's hard. And it has definitely changed over the years. Um, I think, again, back when I was that 14-year-old, I think I would have said, hands down, MGM Studios, because that's what it was called at the time. Um, And I think um, that has definitely shifted. I feel like... I feel like we need a drum drum roll. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) I would have to say, I mean, I think... Oh, God, it's so hard. You know, it kind of depends on, like, what my goal is, you know? But I think Magic Kingdom is still my favorite. I just, I think it's still my favorite, but like close, close second is Epcot, specifically World Showcase. Because my husband and I, you know, we love to just go over there. You don't have to have fast passes. You don't have to stand in line. You just stroll around. You, even if it's not food and wine or flower and garden, you have, you know, an egg roll here and some nachos <laughs> there. And, you know, you just sort of eat your way around the world. And there's, like, always something interesting to look at in the shops. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just not as crowded. So they have little shows, music. Yes. You got Mo Rockin'. <laughs> and you got uh, Off Kilter. Actually, I think the Canadian band is called something else now. Oh, but, oh yeah. and then there's... The British the Revolution. Tribute, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. they're great. So, yeah. so it kind of depends on the experience. But I would say, yeah, Magic Kingdom and Epcot World Showcase are kind of neck and neck. Mm-hmm. What about you? Do you have a favorite? Well, I'm going to choose something totally different then and go with Animal Kingdom. I the dark really horse. Enjoy, it is. I And actually, going back, I had not gone to Animal Kingdom at all until 2017. That was the first time I ever went. Really? When we got our annual passes, we went there. It was just, you know, when you are when you didn't have passes, we'd go to 
Epcot or Magic Kingdom, you know, the big ones. So right. I had never gone there before. And actually, thinking about it now, I totally <laughs> forgot about Dinosaur. That is my jam. I should have said that for my favorite ride. Oops. Oh, well. Dinosaur's Let's great. go with Matt. Let's still stick with Thunder. But yes, I love Animal Kingdom so much. Dinosaur is one of my favorite rides. I should have said that. I'm very angry at myself. It has all the good things, animatronics, thrills. <laughs> you're not sure if you're going to make it at the end. Yes. Mrs. Cosby. I know. That's just that's the best part. I I love that ride so much. And I also feel like the food is so good because there are kind of they have that country vibe with mm-hmm. um you know, Africa and Nepal area, and now that's Pandora business. They got those monkeys that are always out. And that's what those I also like. There's great. always something to do. So, like, with World <laughs> Showcase, you can walk around countries. You can look at the critters. And they have tiger babies. The monkeys are great. I like the marmosets. You so can just I have a segue about there. dinosaur. I, I guess I'm going to be the queen of rabbit trails on this podcast. <laughs> so, dinosaur used to be called Countdown to Extinction. Ooh. Which is a better name. That is. So I don't know if you remember or not, but they came out with a movie called Dinosaur. Yes, actually, that was the first movie I ever had on DVD. Really? Yeah. Well, you know how Disney is. They like to retrofit their attractions to fit their films. Cross-marketing business. And so they renamed it Dinosaur. Mm. And so that Iguanodon... Oh, you can totally tell. They just, like, (laughs) cut that sucker and put it in that seat. that's Dinosaur that, like, let me just tell you, nobody saw and nobody cares. And so now I want to, like, start the campaign... To rename Dinosaur, Countdown to Extinction. Okay, yeah. Like, that sounds exciting. It does. And just, like, Dinosaur is just a word. It was. And so. we, we actually watched that recently because we were like, whatever. What was that movie? Yeah. And it, it's very odd because they mix, like, actual video footage with some, yeah, like, there is some real video footage with, with the, the dinosaurs in there. Like, it, it works, but it's very odd. I mean, yeah. the storyline is very basic. Well, in, in Countdown to Extinction, the uh, Carnotaurus, the yeah. big T-Rex monster, yeah. he was the focus. Right. And so that's why you see him, like, eight times, mm-hmm. and you see Mr. Iguanodon, like, once. Yeah. Because they just... They retrofitted that whole ride, and it it works okay, but if you know, like I know, what it (laughs) used to be, it's just like mildly annoying, although I still love Dinosaur, and my family loves it, so we ride it a lot, Mm -hmm. but they did the same thing. It's another rabbit trail, you guys. Rabbit trail on the rabbit trail. They did the same thing with the Stitch's Great Escape in Magic Kingdom. That ride... And again, we'll go on more in depth on this probably near October. But that one used to be Alien Encounter, mm-hmm. and it was scary. And you would go in there, and there was a super scary monster alien that would like break out and like stalk you, and it was really scary. And I loved it. Um, it didn't really fit Magic Kingdom. It, it would have yeah. fit better at Hollywood Studios. But like, man, I long for the days. And they're gonna close down Stitch's Great Escape now, and I'm like, oh. Could they bring back Alien Encounters? It's not going to happen. Stitch has really (laughs) become popular recently, I think. Or I just, I I feel like all the stores has the Stitch stuff. I mean, I love Stitch. I think that's also a beautiful movie. But I I can see them just making it a better Stitch ride because it kind of sucked. So when I was on the college program in 2005, Stitch was everywhere. Like you'd have the Fab Five, like the Mm -hmm. classic characters on everything, plus Stitch. (laughs) Stitch. 
Now that seems really bizarre. Yeah. But at the time, I mean, Stitch was it. The way like Frozen is yeah. it right now, Stitch was it. Mm-hmm. And like now nobody cares about Stitch. Right. So it's I did very love. Weird. Do you remember when the movie came out and they put him in all the like Disney princess trailers? Oh, yes. Like there was Ariel singing. That was great. <laughs> Come out. Yes. That was. That was good tie-in but for sure yeah uh, <laughs> stitch i feel like there's a very specific crowd that follows him but everyone loves him i mean he's not going to anytime yeah. soon i feel like the actual movie lilo and stitch is really great oh yeah but the character of stitch just kind of shoehorned into stuff this is yes. a little weird that is <laughs> one movie i can almost quote by all like there's so many quotable moments i think i've only seen that one like one time i have it on dvd we can watch it we're gonna start having like live tweeting movie nights or something that would be fun Mm, it would just be me retweeting the entire yes. movie. So I don't we, know do not, we do not have a Twitter, so do not try oh, to follow us. Awkward. <laughs> Maybe by the time this comes out, we'll get that business sorted. Got some oh. thoughts about Twitter. So, okay, so we're talking about parks. So what are your, like, must-haves? Like, when you go in the park, mm-hmm. what do you do? Do you Are you, like, stripped down, or do you go in, like, full mom? Like, what is your... Well, you already brought up the first one, and that is sunscreen. <laughs> we usually just keep that in the car, and so I don't reapply. That's not good. But we always just lather ourselves up. I always wear sunscreen on my face anyway, but I'll get my arms. I mean, my husband, I swear, is like he's a redneck now just because his poor little neck has been oh. burnt from so many accidents. So we are sunscreen people. And then I, I'm a basic person. I know in my daily life, I carry around my entire life with me. But when I go to Disney, and now that I'm married, I don't even bring my credit cards. I just you rely on Blake yes. to pay for everything. I just and, and actually, we just started doing the magic band payment thing, which is kind of a good and bad thing because it's oh. so easy. Okay. Oh, it's so easy. You just you put that sucker on the credit card scanner, you type in a pin, and it pays for stuff. So you even have to bring your cards if you don't want to. And so I just bring, I'll be a really nerdy person and have a lanyard. And But then you don't have to go in the purse line. And I, I hate yes. doing that. Like, if there's somebody with me and we have to go through the purse line, I'll do it. But I'm secretly a little angry. <laughs> but So I'll just have my lanyard, an ID, and then hand sanitizer because Disney is disgusting. Mm. And I don't want to get sick. <laughs> I'm sort of the same, except I don't care about germs, so I don't have the hand sanitizer. And I'm Living on the edge. I also don't have sunblock, which I am also very pale. Like Bethany, I have freckles. I'm a, I'm a freckly girl. Um, if like I'm wearing, if, if I'm going in like the heat of the summer and I'm going to be there like all day with like friends or family mm-hmm. or something, sure. But if David and I are just going for like a couple of hours, I don't ever think about sunscreen. So occasionally I get a little burned, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, I like to go in like real lean. I usually, it kind of depends, but usually I'll just have like, I take no bag. I got a phone in yeah. one pocket. I got cards in the other pocket and I got my magic band and that's it. Occasionally, I'll take a small purse. Like, I have a little tiny, like, Kate Spade crossbody that's, like, perfect for just, like, my phone and some cash or something. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, when family comes, somebody got to have a backpack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, my mom usually has a backpack, you know. (laughs) And we all take turns, like, carrying the backpack, you know. Um, Funny thing is, throwback to our first visit, 
we did it like on a budget. Like we stayed at a value resort. There was no such thing as a Disney dining plan back then. And like we packed our own like uh, like sandwiches and like energy bars Aww. and like did not buy Disney food. Yeah. Because we were trying to save money, mm-hmm. you know. So I feel like um, when when family does come visit and somebody's got that backpack with like the snacks in it, yeah. it like reminds me of my first visit, which is kind of magical. But <laughs> so sweet. Well, speaking of magical moments, Disney is all about memories and happiness and nostalgia. What is your most magical, most Disney moment you've ever had? Okay, so this is really cool. And when I tell people, they always get really excited. But I also feel like it's a teeny bit cliche. But I got engaged in front of Cinderella Castle. And this is not when we lived here. This happened when we lived in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit of a bigger deal. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. if, you, if you live here, it's not as big of a deal. But we, you know, we lived a thousand miles away. Um, so I'll go a little bit into my my love story <laughs> without getting too boring details deep into it. But um, my husband and I met. I was twenty four when we met. I think no, I was twenty three. Twenty three, twenty four, whatever it doesn't matter. Um, but we met and like our relationship progressed like very quickly and we were talking about marriage like within like three months and um but he knew that i was a disney nerd how much i love disney because if you know me very long you know this mm-hmm. and um so we planned a little trip a little trip a big trip with his family and my family our families had never met before oh, wow. and we at the time i don't think we even realized that like this could be a disaster but the first time you meet you're going to spend seven days on vacation together like if you really want to get to know people travel together like it gets stressful it gets crazy um of course we flew in separately so you know it wasn't like super crazy as far as like travel arrangements went but anyway i digress so um he planned this trip and invited his family just so he could propose to me and everyone could be there. So, of course, we had an amazing time. It was great. Um, funny story, his brother, his twin brother, was like, oh, hey, I think I'm going to propose to Leah, his girlfriend, while we're in Florida. And David's like, no, no, no. The whole reason we're going is so I can propose to Nicole. Now, they had been dating already like three or four years. So, graciously, my wonderful wonderful human being of a sister-in-law leah does she knows now but at the time didn't even know she got bumped off like another year because of david but anyway um so we went to magic kingdom on our very first day uh, we ended up going in the evening and he tells me he's like oh he's like he's like how close can we get to the castle and i'm like well we can walk right up to it we can walk right through it to the other side we can we can walk you know get right up at the castle and he's like well i want to get as close to the castle as we can and I want to take a picture together and I was like okay and so you know we get up there and um my sister-in-law Leah is taking pictures and she's just like a picture maniac so that's not weird to me you know um but she's taking pictures and I have a whole progression of these pictures and like David looks like death like he's not even smiling because he's so nervous um and so on like picture number three you know he turned to me and he had the box and um I don't even gosh it's hard for me to even remember what he said but you know the classic proposal when he got on one knee and we actually weren't even technically supposed to be there because they were I think there was going to be a stage show soon but like I'm pretty sure Derek his brother had gone over to the cast member and like told them what was going on so they let us be there but because of that there weren't a lot of people around 
So, of course, I said yes, and we hugged, and we kissed, and all this. And I turn around, and there's all these people behind me, like, <laughs> cheering and, like, clapping, like, in the castle, like, hallway there. And this woman, I don't know, hugged me. I mean, it was a whole spectacle. I mean, it was such a spectacle. It was amazing. Um, and so, yeah, that was, I. you know, I mean, I've had many, many magic moments at Disney, but... That one will Definitely never be topped. Top that one will never Real be topped. Disney princess <laughs> moment, Nicole. Aww. Yeah. Well, mine is, I feel like, a little similar. I don't think I've ever told you this story because you, you have told me your proposal story. It's very sweet. Oh, but um, story. It, it, it's similar, like, love-related. <laughs> um, I think it was the first time I ever went to Disney with Blake, actually. And it was, like, probably the third time I've ever been to Magic Kingdom in general. And so we met in college, and we were cheap college students. And through our school, you'd get tickets for like 40 bucks. It was great. Those were the days you can't do that anymore. And so we went on Memorial Day weekend. So that was craziness, and it was hot. But I think we had been dating for like four months at the time. We were also kind of the same, like, you know, you know when you know. And so we went to Disney, had a great time. This was before Blake had ever said, I love you or anything. Oh. And I'm like, hmm. And so, you know, we had a, it was like a perfect day. We went all the good rides, we had all the good food. It was just a perfect day. And I think we left at the second fireworks show because, you know, there's that earlier one and mm -hmm. then like the 11 o'clock one. Like we did the full Disney day. And we were headed out. We decided to take the boat instead. So it was like oh, a Leo a DiCaprio. We were hanging off the boat. I swear to you, Bella Norte, Norte was playing. So this is the night. And it was just so romantic. And I'm like, this is going to... Of course, he did not say did not say it until like later in the car, like oh, love you, and then it was good. But, but it was a beautiful moment. He realizes it now. He was like, oh, scared. Which I mean, that, that's really hard. But it was just like beautiful. You know, we see all the fireworks were in the distance when we were on the boat, and it was just a yeah. perfect day. So that was probably my most magical those, those Disney like, quiet moments. You can sometimes plan magical moments at Disney, but yeah. more often than not. You just find yourself in them, mm -hmm. I feel like. You just, you have a moment. Like, there was one time David and I were, um, it was just a normal Disney visit, nothing special, but um, it was when Streets of America were still opened over at Hollywood Studios, and um, it was about a month before the Osborne lights were going oh. to happen. And so it was that, like, little bit of calm, dead time that you cannot ever plan for right before the holidays. And we came around the corner, and there was literally not one soul <gasps> on Streets of America. And the two of us just, like, walked down the Streets of America with oh. nobody there. And I was like, do you realize, like, two weeks from now, this will be shoulder-to-shoulder pain-owning of people. Mm -hmm. And so little things like that, when you can, like, find a quiet moment to just, like, enjoy things and, you know, relax at Disney, like... Those are when magical moments happen sometimes when you don't expect them. I think we're almost time to wrap up our time yeah. chatting about Disney. Um, obviously, we could go on forever, and <laughs> we will. But let's close this out with one thing that you absolutely have to pass along to anyone planning a trip to Walt Disney World. So a great tip, just something mm -hmm. that you're like, this is the one thing you have to do. 
So one of the main reasons I feel like we're doing this podcast, one is to nerd out. We need an outlet for our Disney nerdiness, but also as pass holders, as people with a ton of Disney experience, you know, we want to help people when they're planning vacations, um, you know, when they come to Disney to really get the most out of it. And because we live here and we are Disney natives, we know a lot of things that are just secondhand to us that um, are not people who are, are coming for the first time or haven't been in a long time. Um, And so I would say, honestly, people ask me all the time. They Facebook message me, they text me, whatever. Like, they're like, I'm going to Disney, what do I need to know? And um, I would say my most valuable piece of advice has gotta be pace yourself. Like, you cannot do it all on the first trip. Like, even if you were here for seven days, which most of the people I know that come, the first time they come, they come three to four days, maybe five. you really just have to pace yourself. You got to realize you cannot do it all on the first trip. And um, I think the best way to pace yourself is to, you know, do some research, look at some maps, you know, figure out the few things at each park that are must do's, plan those things, and then just let the other things happen. Because I have learned that when you are trying to make a fast pass, trying to make a reservation, trying to get across the park, You don't have time to like stroll and like take it all in. And again, those quiet magic Mm -hmm. moments that happen are not going to happen if you are just running across the park. Absolutely. And you know, people are going to be, you're going to get cranky. Just pace yourself. (laughs) Oh, I I totally agree. And if you can, you know, go to a hotel, take a few minutes to yourself, just chill out. Carousel of Progress is a great way to chill out. But I totally agree. And jumping off that, I say just get there really early. I know it's kind of a it's pain. True. You're going to be tired. You're going to be tired regardless, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. So always it's the quietest and easier to get on the right Definitely. Line if you get there right away. And then, you know, if you've gotten everything out of the way early, you can eat. You can watch some sh- watch some shows. Do the fireworks if you want. Get a good night. spot. Exactly. That. <laughs> so I think definitely just getting there early because... The earlier you can just jump in your day, you're fresh, you're ready to go, you can shop at the end. I think that's just always something that I like to pass on. It's just, uh, you know, you're going to plan out and then get there early. So, well, with that, I think we're going to have to call this to a close. It's closing time (laughs) on Disney Native. So I just definitely want to remind you, if you enjoyed our little show to give us a review mm-hmm. on iTunes, rate us, and also follow us on Instagram. Again, yes. we're huge Instagram nerds also. At Disney Native Pod. That is the handle. Yes. <laughs> and also on Facebook. Yes. And we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram, maybe Twitter. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. And um, we should have a website coming sometime in the near future. But if you follow us on social, you'll be you'll be looped into all of our right. stuff. So and if you have any questions, go ahead and give them to us. We'd love topic ideas. We'd love to answer any questions you have. This is the place to do it. For sure. So we are the natives. Disney. Yes. So thanks so much for taking, you know, taking time to just give us a listen and uh, nerd out with us. And, you know, we can't wait to go on this journey with you guys and talk about just all things Disney and Disney World. Bye! Bye!